Howdy, howdy, and welcome to the Run of the Mills podcast, episode number 82. We're roaming through Romans, and we are in Romans chapter 8. We've been talking about some good stuff here, and I'm not going to do too much review uh, from the previous chapters, but uh, I did want to kind of talk about some of the stuff that we've talked about so far in chapter 8. So again, chapter 8 starts off saying that there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And so, again, I think I talked about this a a little bit back, but this whole idea of condemnation, meaning that um, that eternal judgment, that condemned to hell there, that is not part of the Christian life because we are in Christ Jesus. And so having him pay the price for our sins, we are in him. And so we, uh, there is no condemnation because we are in him. We have his righteousness. And so uh, that is some extra good news. And so as we've been reading through this, we've been talking about uh, the um, the walking in the flesh versus walking in the spirit. Or um, in verse 4, it says, um, the, it says in the second half of that, do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And last time I talked about how uh, sometimes Christians have this idea that walking in the spirit is just like in this state of like a trance like state of God's just directing your every step in that, you know, you open a door or you close the door or you eat a certain meal because God is telling you what to do each step of the way. And, um, and I think that there's uh there are times where God definitely does lead us and guide us in our steps, but, um, God gave us a brain as well as a spirit. And he gave us, uh, the book of Proverbs full of wisdom so that we might live according to wisdom. Um, there are those times where I, I believe God speaks to our hearts and God gives us those, you know, lays those impressions upon us of what he would desire us to do. But I think, unfortunately, a lot of times people get a very twisted idea of what this means. And so when we talk about this, uh, the things of the flesh and walking according to the spirit, um, one thing I wanted to talk about, which I almost forgot to mention this, is when we talk about flesh, we're not talking about our physical bodies. Okay, so um, I may have said this the wrong way in the past, so hopefully this will clear it up. But I was having a conversation with my daughter the other day, and she said something about her body being evil, you know, and I, and, and I, we kind of laughed about it. But this is not, um, that's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible doesn't teach that, you know, your, 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 bones, your muscle, your tissue is inherently evil. Otherwise, we'd have this problem with Jesus being in bones, flesh, and muscle. Um, but the idea when he talks about the flesh is the idea of the old man. And we talked about this a lot from chapter six and such. The the old man, the, the old um, un, unregenerated man before we were born again, um, that old man that, you know, that we we reckoned dead indeed to sin, um, but alive to Christ Jesus. And we've talked about that extensively, but that's the idea that he's talking about. When he talks about the flesh, that's what he's talking about. He's talking about the old man and how we were ruled by our desires and our, you know, like the Bible says, by our bellies. Um, That idea of of wanting what our our old man wants, to please himself, um, to put self first. Uh, And so uh, that's kind of this contrast that we're seeing here. So something to keep in mind when we're talking about this, so I don't, I don't want you to get this idea, which was a, a very Gnostic idea. The Gnostics were a group of people um, that were, uh, it, in the Greek culture, especially in the early church, was was a problem. And they had this 
some there's lots of different types of Gnostics, but the general idea was that what is flesh is evil and what is spirit is good. And, and, um, flesh being not just flesh, but physical, physical things are evil and, and, uh, spiritual things are good. So I uh, just want to make sure we clear that up. So when he says that um, we don't walk according to the flesh, we don't walk according to the old man, but according to the spirit. And so what he's talking about is not like this magical, mystical, you know, uh, this thing where like you're just relying on the spirit to tell you what to do each moment of the day, but rather this new man that we're walking according to the new man, not the old man. Um, the new man who is resurrected in Christ, that new man who walks in newness of life and, and such. So um, something to keep in mind as we go. So verse five, it says, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. So again, the, the, the man who um, is ruled by the old man, he has his mind on the old man things. Um, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. And so again, I talked about this last time about what, what are you setting your mind on? What's you, what's the focus of your existence? Uh, I was at a men's, uh, Bible study thing. I wouldn't call it necessarily a Bible. It was a men's Christian men's group yesterday. And, uh, and we were talking about a number of different, uh, topics, mostly about marriage. Uh, but, um, but it was interesting to me as it, through the conversations and some of the things that were going on that, uh, this is, you know, this is the challenge is for us not to be, uh, consumed by a carnal mindset, carnal meaning meat or flesh, um, not having that old mindset of the old man and how when we do, it causes all kinds of trouble. You know, the, the guys were talking about the things that, you know, cause problems in their marriage. Most all of them said the same thing. It's like when I'm being selfish, when I'm putting myself first, well, that's carnality. That's the old man, me first. And, uh, and so we, we see that that's um, death for it to be carnally minded is death. It brings death. And they were all saying it. It brings damage and problems to my, to my marriage. It brings death to my marriage. And, and that's the last thing we want to bring to our relationships, especially our marriage is, you know, to be carnally minded. And so um, we had, it was a good time. We're talking about, about uh, you know, our own failures and our own mindsets and how we tend to, um, when we become carnally minded and we, find ourselves heading down that wrong road that sometimes we, you know, we have to catch ourselves and repent and say, God, forgive me. I'm, and say to our wives, forgive me because I'm, I've been carnally minded. I've been serving the old man, living for myself rather than living for the Lord. You know, for those married people, uh, one of my personal mottos, um, and hopefully this is helpful to you is that I got married to my wife for me. Um, I didn't marry her for her sake. I, I married her for my sake. Um, I wanted to be um, in a in a lifelong relationship with, with her. Uh, but I also understood this, and this is the second part, and that is once I was in, once we were married, now I'm in it for her. So I got into it. I got in it for me, but now that I'm in it, I'm in it for her. So um, that's one of those things I try to remind myself of often, especially when I catch myself being impatient or disappointed or selfish um, to remind myself, I'm not in this for me. I'm in this for her. I'm in this for the glory of God. I'm in this to raise godly children. I'm in this um, not for my own, uh, for my own pleasure and for my own well-being. 
So hopefully that that's uh, maybe something that will help you out today. Uh, next time we'll go a little further and uh, see if we can't get more than one verse down. Talk to you next time. God bless you.